Shalom, everybody. We know tonight is the sixth night of Hanukkah, and we're doing modern halacha. We're back in business. Tonight's subject is the one that's very dear to my heart. I was waiting a year to give it, to plug it into Hanukkah. And that is, if you look in Ravavadia's amazing book, book, the third volume, chapter 66, in Yehabedat, they asked our great prince of Torah an amazing question, and that is, is the Jew allowed to go to a bullfight? And if I could paraphrase for us Americans, because we're not in Europe, I don't know how much bullfighting, I guess, if you're in Texas, <laughs> where the cowboys are. They, But I would say even the boxing or these violent games where animals, you know, it's, thank God, illegal in America, at least to do cockfighting, where they have... Is it illegal? Yeah, I think it's illegal in most states. So Ravavadia Yosef talks about this, and this is very important because I wanted to plug it into Hanukkah at the end. He says that this is against the spirit of the law, of the Torah. Why? Because it's about cruelty. Animals going with their horns and goring each other, damaging each other, and we know this is not the this is not what the children of Yaakov, the holy nation, is made out of. There's three symbols that identify the Jew. You know what they are, the Talmud says? What? The Jew has to be bashful, shameful, merciful, and Gomle Hasadim. Gomle Hasadim, you know what it means? Gomle Hasadim, my dear, means to be generous and giving like Abraham to one another. So to to watch animals try to gore people and ram people with their horns or other animals is not exactly um is going to develop a mercy and graciousness in your soul. And we know that the Torah, a lot of people didn't know this. I was once giving a class, but it's very important to know. For In the Torah's eyes, it's extraordinarily important not to let animals suffer unnecessarily. We're not like PETA that says you can't eat animals, but we definitely, it says, Sa'ar ba'le cha'imi de'oraita. You know what that means? To make an animal suffer is forbidden from Torah law. Just like you're not allowed to work on Shabbat, you're not allowed to eat on kosher, you're not allowed to make an animal suffer. And Ravavadi brings something here, it's mind-boggling. You know, one of the commandments of the Torah is, if you see an animal, like a donkey, which is not even a kosher animal. See, bulls, it's a higher level, because they're they're kosher animals, right? Yosef. In this week's parsha, Mikes is compared to a bull. He says, if you see a donkey or camel or any animal that has too much load on it, and then it gets rovets. You know when you overload an animal, it sits down and can't get up anymore? The Torah says you have to immediately go help and take off the load so the animal could lift itself back up. It's a commandment of the Torah, just like putting on tefillin. And 
The Gemara says if an animal falls into the well on Shabbat, you're allowed to do certain transgress rabbinical laws. You know that? You're allowed to go against rabbinical laws, like to get throw uh, pillows and different items into the well so the animal could climb out. Even though the rabbi said you're not allowed to touch such utensils for no reason. And Rabbi this is the mind-boggling thing. For Brit Milah, you're not allowed to do such a thing. But to save an animal from suffering, you are allowed to do such a thing. So we see this idea that animals shouldn't have pain and suffering is a very, very fundamental thing. And the Rambam actually brings it down that it says, Nimsa and the Shulchan Aruch also, it says, the, the, the Chachamim, the sages of the Torah, were extraordinarily sensitive to the suffering of animals, as so much so that they put away some of their own laws, because they say that suffering of animals is from Torah law, so it overrides the different decrees. And like Mukseh, you know, we talked about Mukseh, like you're not allowed to touch certain items. Yeah. In order to help an animal alleviate its pain, you're allowed to. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's just mind-boggling. And there's actually Tosfot in Abu Dazara that says, Do you know, under Torah law, it's forbidden to waste, right? We Persian Jews are very... We just don't throw away bread or throw away food, you know, we're careful to preserve it. It says the the sin of making an animal suffer is even more important than wasting. It supersedes that. It overruns that. It's more important. So, the um, we know that an animal, before they put it in, into the stadium, they antagonize it, they rebel-rouse it, so it'll get, it gets uh, wild, so it'll try to act, make the audience, you know, excited. It'll try to do crazy things. And that's for sure forbidden. Just so we could get entertainment, we abuse this poor bull and make it crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they shoot arrows at it. They do it to, you know, rebel it up. So it'll come attack the, the person or the animal or whatever. And um, again, another fascinating idea. You know, we read in the Shema Yisrael, it says, You're only allowed to eat dinner if you first feed your animal. Did you know that? Because in the Shema it says, your animal will be satiated, then you could go eat. It's a halacha, go look it up in the Shulchan Arach, in Orachayim, chapter 167, that says that, a Jew, before he eats, he make, has to make sure his dog, his cat, his cow have eaten. Then you could bring your food to eat. So, and I was just learning this fascinating Gemara. One of the, 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 the author of the Talmud, the person, Rabbi Yehudi Anasi, that was able to collect all the different Mishnahs, words of the rabbis and write the, the Talmud. You know he was punished because one time a cow was about to be slaughtered and it came and cried. I guess it, it was it was maybe Rebbe's cow. It came and cried. It came into the lap of Rebbe and said, like, save me from being 
slaughtered. Rabbi said, get out of here. This is what you were created for. And then God said, on this high level that Rebbe was like, you know, God expected him to be like an angel. God said, this is how you treat a poor animal. At least you should have had a little bit compassion, right? right. So, terrible um, Yisurim came upon Rebbe. You know what Yisurim is? Suffering and... Which is Rebbe? This is Rebbe, Rebbe Nasi, the author of the Mishnah. He's the one that compiled all the Mishnah. And actually, 13 years later or 20 years later, I'm not sure exactly, but many years later, he was suffering on a daily basis. Then one time, a small baby weasel came in t- near the oven to get a little bit heat, and his maid wanted to sweep it away with the broom and kill it. Rabbi said, no, you have to have mercy, because we know, it says, we read in Ashrei, God's mercy is on all beings. I think they say in the name of the great Hosek Ador, Rav Moshe Feinstein, he says, when you're walking on a trail, or to Kenisa, or just walking in the sidewalk, and there's a piece of ant, you know, ants or insects, are going from one side of the sidewalk to the other, it's not good to try to smash them, you know, just let them be. Why, if you, why you want to step your foot directly on them and smash their heads up? That's, that's a lack of what? Compassion. So we see one of the greatest, the author of the entire Talmud, because he wasn't sensitive to the suffering of an animal that wanted to be slaughtered. According to his high level, God wanted, had extraordinary expectations from him. A lot of suffering came upon him, and only because afterward he had a lot of, you know, mercy. Because what, what's the whole Torah about? Of course we have to keep the commandments, keep Shabbat with all its laws and meticulously and not say Lashon Hara. But the goal of the whole Torah is to make us like God, godly. And what is God about? Mercy. So this whole, that's the whole battle of Hanukkah, which I'm going to talk about at the end of the class. That's the whole battle between light and darkness, between holy and unholy. So you're right. You may say, where in the Torah says I'm not allowed to go watch a bullfight and bulls smashing their heads into each other? But it's against the whole spirit and the whole goal of the Torah to, you know, cause compassion. And the uh, Rabbi Vadya points out, you see the weasel over there. A weasel is not a kosher animal. You can't even eat it. But since Rebbe said it's coming in here to get some heat from the cold, he told his maid to be, not sweep it and shoot away and try to kill it, you see that this that we have to have mercy is even on insects, even on unkosher animals. So this is like, you know, ex- extremely fundamental. And the, the great, great Kabbalist, Or HaChaim HaKadosh, he writes in Parashat Acharemot, Shasur lanu lahamid v'laharog just for pleasure and hobby, it's forbidden to kill an animal. You know, like some redneck people or, you know, aristocrats, they go hunting and shooting and they just, you know, for for fun and pleasure, instead of, uh, you know, playing some basketball or baseball, they decide that, you know, it says, Torah law, yes, on Shabbat it's a mitzvah to have meat, it's a, 
Although I gave another class that shows that you can't be a vegetarian and that you're not going against halacha, but there is the idea that we have cholent and, you know, meat. But to kill an animal for, for just yourself for no reason, it clearly says in one of the only rabbis in the last 500 years that has the surname Holy, the Orachim HaKadosh, he says it's forbidden because it's only permitted to kill animals to shechita, slaughter them by a rabbi ritually in order to what? Benefit them. And that has another thing, by the way. Don't get the wrong idea that we're like animal rights activists to the extreme of PETA where we say everybody has to be a vegetarian because we believe that when the animal slaughtered, it's Gilgul and there's reincarnation and that's not the subject of our thing. We, we hold that actually that's mercy because when you say a blessing on it and it gets to its tikkun. But you see clearly, he says, listen, under Torah law, if the animal gets crazy and kills somebody, what is the, we learned this in Gemara Baba Kamasoli, what did we say? That animal needs to be stoned to death. But who has to decide that? The Sanhedrin Ketana, 23 of the greatest rabbis of Israel. So, we don't even do euthanasia nowadays to an animal that actually went ahead and caused the death of somebody. Because the killing of that animal for no reason is such a serious matter, the Arachayim says, that we leave it to the one court under the Supreme Court of Israel, the small Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin Ketana. So, that's why they asked one of the greatest rabbis of Europe, the Nodav Yehuda. They said, can a Jew go become a hunter? Because like his wealthy friend, let's say you're a stockbroker, or you're a wealthy real estate, and you want to, like all your higher upper class people, they go, they're part of a hunting club. So can you, somebody asked another Yehuda, can I, in order that I should befriend these people and get more clients, they asked him a question. He said, can I go become part of the hunting club and go hunting with them? The Yehuda said, first of all, if you're hunting dangerous animals, exotic animals that come and, come and kill you like tigers in Africa, that for sure is forbidden because why should you put yourself in danger, right? If you're going hunting, you know, dangerous animals like rhinos and what have you, they could come charge at you. But eat, even if it's just ducks and, and non-dangerous animals, this is what Esau did. No, did you right? What was the difference between Yaakov and Esau? His twin brother. Yaakov always used to study Torah. Esau used to be a hunter. So, he says when you, when you, sometimes when you hunt animals, you don't kill them. The poor deer gets shot in the leg, it gets pain. You're not allowed to cause an animal pain, right? Mm, that's a good question. So, so you're not allowed to. The deer being culture, how do they, because there's some places that... No, actually that's why. The, the, the way we slaughter them, before the animal knows it's dead, it, it's 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 like that's why there's so many laws that the knife has to be sharp, and you have to cut it. It takes a year or two to learn how to. No, no, of course, but how do they catch a deer, for example? Oh no, that's through a net. That's the right way they do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, hunting for pleasure is is against the whole spirit of the law, because. This is what the whole Torah is about, mercy. 
you're putting the animal through unnecessarily suffering. And many other rabbis concurred with that. And he says there's a second problem, Rabbi Vadia says, is when you pay the entrance fee to go see the show, to go see the bullfighting match, you're supporting this whole idea. You're saying, I'm going to give you $20, $30, $10 to come see it. And it's like you're helping sinners, right? You're providing support to people that are doing something against what? Because you could counter and say, okay, I'm not doing it. I'm just watching. No. That's not a good argument, Ramavadiya says. You understand why? Because you're supporting it financially. And you're saying you're taking pleasure from seeing these animals being antagonized and harmed. And we know under Torah, you're not allowed to sin and you're not allowed to what? Give money for people to sin. Because actually the next chapter, maybe we're going to do a class on this in the near future. Like, are you allowed to sell... In Israel, where you know all your customers are Jewish, are you allowed to sell a thing? A store of women's clothing, which is very unmodest. Because you're, right? You're, you're the cause of them wearing what? Mini skirts and things that their shoulder and their middle of their body is open. So, same idea. If when you're, when you're financially going to the, the game, the bull match, it, it's, it's absolutely wrong. And actually the, the, the Talmud talks about going to the stadium. Because you know, in Rome, hundreds of thousands of people used to watch the gladiators. You think the gladiators is a holy thing? Nope. Where poor people, a lot of Jews were, a lot of times Jews were thrown in the middle. And the, the Talmud says in Abu Zarah, page 18, Chai, Tanu Rabbanan Olech Bakarim, the first chapter of Tehillim, King David, Psalms, the, the book that we always read for miracles, that for our whole prayer book is based on that. King David says, happy is the person that doesn't sleep with jokesters. Moshav letzim lo yashav, right? The first thing of Tehillim, King David says, don't walk, don't associate with people that waste their time and are Make a make a joke out of life. Their life is a waste. And the Gemara says, who are these people? These are people that go to stadiums. The Talmud explains. And Rashi explains, these are the people that they, um, like the gladiators, they, they you know, they, uh, the wild animals, they go rip off people, they go, the, anim, the wild animals kill each other like they had in ancient Rome and the gladiators or they kill people, but even if people are not dying, animals are ripping apart each other. It's the, it's it's clear from the Gemara it's wrong. And Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazi says these are talking about the theaters and the cafes of the goyim mm-hmm. that. Rashi explains, they see that, you know, dogs go hunting animals. So, you know how dogs, there's special dogs that go hunt foxes, and then you find, they, they found where the foxes and shoot them. It's very interesting. That's how Rashi explains this Gemara. For, enter, for entertainment, a Jew is not allowed to see animals suffer. Bottom line. It's against the whole idea of mercifulness. and um, So, that's why 
one of the greatest rabbis of Europe that lived almost a thousand years ago, the Or Zaruah says, somebody that goes fox hunting or deer hunting through dogs, and then the poor deer gets shot and suffers, when Mashiach comes, he's not going to eat from the the most delicacies of the Leviathan, you know. When Mashiach comes, God's going to make a sukkah with this grand fish, and it's going to be the most tasty food in the You're not going to be invited to that party. Which means when Messiah comes, you're not going to partake. Because that's for people that have mercy and and by you doing this. So, Ravavadya just goes on a side thing in this Teshuvah. He says, don't think that you're not allowed to watch animals in a zoo. That's something else. Because that's actually a mitzvah. To go see how great God is, right? You know there's a blessing on beautiful animals and creations. Because they say that, uh, again, the Trumat Adeshen, he walked many miles to go see two lions that had come to his city in Europe. Because when you go to your zoo, you actually, it educates you, you get to appreciate what Noah went through. And you also get to appreciate how great God is, you know, that he, he creates all these different species and our great, one of the greatest Sephardic rabbis the Chida, Rabbeinu Haim da, Yosef David Azulai, when he visited London, he went actually to the London Zoo around, I think he lived around two, three hundred years ago, and he says that it's actually a good thing. You go see all these different peacocks and different exotic animals, and then you're, you're going to see these, not to see them suffer, but you're going to see them, um, to see the greatness of God, that God is the, the creator of all these different beautiful, marvelous animals with all these tropical and uh, neon and beautiful, beautiful um, different colors. So as a as a final analysis, Rabbi says that chas v'shalom, chalila, heaven forbid a Jew should partake in such places where bullfighting or cockfighting or dogfighting Animals rip each other apart. It's against the whole spirit of the law. And it, you know what you see causes you, you know? Subconsciously, it makes you more aggressive. And, you know, that's the whole idea why we keep kosher, right? Because the neshama, the soul of the animal comes in you. Also, what you see is, you know, Kabbalistically, that's why we have to guard our eyes. When you constantly see, it's been proven, people that play these violent video games and watch these violent movies, they, they also become violent, right? So by using wild animals rip each other apart, you also, you're watching something unholy, Kabbalistically, it makes your soul also what? But what happens if you're a it, it makes you cruel. No, that's to save a life, that's about anything else. Mm-hmm. That's a special blessing, God says, that when you go defend the Jewish life, then atan lecha rachamim Even if you see blood and like, yeah, because that you're trying to save a Jewish life. Or like the IDF soldiers, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. This is just for play, for entertainment. Well, entertainment, go yeah. take a walk. Go walk by the beach. Go, I don't know, do something productive. Don't see animals suffer. It's very, very, very important. This concept of, you know, this is part of the Jewish DNA. Mercy, not only for human beings, for any living thing. So to see animals getting ripping each other apart, just so people could say hurrah. And he says, Rabbi Vadya here says it's a big mitzvah 
actually to educate your friends and family not to go to such places. Because it, it breeds in your soul insensitivity and cruelty, which is the antithesis of what the Torah is. And I wanted to, if I may, little me, to embolish this for our society today, because it's Hanukkah. And the whole war of Hanukkah was not necessarily a war... The group said you could keep the written written Torah. You know that. They only were against Rosh Chodesh. The, the essence of Hanukkah is that did the Jew accept the culture and the values of the Greek or no? And the, the, the values of the Greek is the values of self-indulgence and self-pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I would say that um, I was talking about this like wouldn't you think boxing is ten times worse than what? Because that's human beings trying to put a wrestling. What is it called? The WWF? Yeah, yeah. Or they have all Do these different... That? No, of course not. According to what we're... Uh, I'm just extending what Ramavadi is saying. If it's forbidden to watch animals rip each other self apart, then these kickboxing or martial arts where they make each other bloody or they, they do a knockout, I, I think if I remember correctly, like you know, I remember when I was a teenager, Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson had the fight of the year, and I don't know how many millions of people were watching it. But somebody that... But I don't think any Jew that knew what holiness and knew what the whole idea that I said the last 25 minutes in this class knew what it is. It's These violent sports also, I think, would go under this category. Because that's the Greek. Greek worships himself, worships his... Anything to make himself feel good is good. But the Jew, to us, that's darkness. By you seeing an animal suffer, other humans suffer, violence is not the thing. In our, in our religion, high, by, is what? Shalom. Because the Jew is always about peace. Mm-hmm. Even contract, contact. I think, uh, unfortunately, Obama and Kerry on their last days of their, um, they don't realize that the Jew wants peace and mercy and sensitivity for all people. And, you know, unfortunately, we may have won the battle, but we're going to lose the war. We won the battle of Hanukkah, right? Light prevailed. But if we adapt the culture of the non-Jew and get pleasure from seeing Boxing, or like in hockey. And I, you know, I was saying this actually. Somebody told me in Israel, you see, they don't have these teams in the Olympics. Boxing, have you ever heard of that? Or, because it's against the Jewish values to, you know, make each other bloody. And, you know, it's very dangerous as parents today with the internet. You know, some people, they don't have a TV in the house, but they don't realize the internet is a hundred times more dangerous. These video games like Grand Theft Auto. If it's the whole thing of people violently blowing each other apart. There was a great rabbi in Torah Mesorah. He would never give a prize to his kids a gun. Yaakov is about studying Torah. Or do exercise. Do something productive. But to try to harm and violence. This is against the whole um, antithesis and spirit of Allah. So may Hashem help us. Not only to win the war, the battle, but to win the war. There's always, every day of our life, there's a fight 
that should we copycat the non-Jews and learn from their self-indulgence and self-pleasure and violence and fighting? Or do we say the most noble of human beings is when we take care of each other, pursue peace, pursue closeness to God, and have wholesome and good entertainment which does not have violence and cruelty in it, and may Hashem help us that the lights of this holy Hanukkah give us that energy to win the battle and ultimately win the war against darkness. Amen. Amen. Please don't forget to subscribe and have a wonderful day.